0: Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with Instant Pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions, online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest.
1: From KQED.
2: Welcome back to Forum. I'm Mina Kim. Researchers at Stanford have found that gas stoves are an even Bigger contributor to climate change than previously thought because the stoves are often leaking tiny but constant amounts of methane. In California, some 60% of homes use gas stovetops compared to a national average of one third, prompting some cities and counties to pass or propose legislation to phase out the stoves, which has drawn the attention of the natural gas industry. Joining me now is Catherine Blunt, an energy reporter from the Wall Street Journal. Catherine Blunt, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. Also, Rob Jackson is with us, professor of earth system science at Stanford University, senior fellow at the Stanford Woods Institute for the Environment and the Precourt Institute for Energy. Rob Jackson, really appreciate having you on as well.
0: Thank you, Mina. It's a pleasure to be here.
2: So, Rob, let me start with you um, as the study's lead researcher. What did you find out? How much methane are we talking about here from gas stoves? Well, first,
0: uh, firstly, the first author on the paper is my student uh, Eric LaBelle. I want to make sure we oh, give yes. what our, what our credits due. So, I'm the—I guess you might say—the senior author. But um, so, what, what we discovered were, were a couple of things. We found that gas stoves are are leaking more methane to the atmosphere than the EPA thinks they are. And I should back up by saying emissions from inside homes are the part of the natural gas supply chain that we know the least about. There's been a lot of work done on oil and gas wells and distribution lines and, and the transport of, of natural gas, but very little about appliances in our homes. And we also studied indoor air pollutants that were generated by the flames in the uh, in the gas stoves, but maybe I'll pause there.
2: Well, well tell me quickly, are... Our- like older ranges, cooktops, bigger emitters, say the newer ones? Or what did you find out in terms of what types of ranges in people's homes were sort of the greatest culprits for emitting methane? Or did it not really matter how how old the appliance was?
0: It ended up not mattering as much as as we expected it would. We measured stoves that were in a range of 3 to 30 years old, so relatively new and relatively old. We expected perhaps to see that older stoves would would leak more, you know, the fittings are, or maybe haven't been tightened as much, Uh, maybe the quality of the appliance isn't as high, but in fact, we found no relationship between the, you know, brands or ages of, of stoves and the amount of emissions we saw. We essentially found that all stoves emit a little bit of methane all the time, but when you have 40 million stoves in the country, even a modest amount of an emission turns out to be a decently big number.
2: Well, Catherine Blunt, of course, in 2019, the city of Berkeley banned natural gas stoves in new builds, and it actually set off some proposals for similar legislation in other places. Curious if the kind of research that Rob is doing is really helping those efforts pick up steam.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would I would say so in the sense that, um, you know, interestingly, uh, we, we have seen a, a movement um, toward electrification in a number of different cities and towns across the country. And, uh, you know, the uh, idea of swapping out a gas stove has long been a pretty emotional issue for a lot of people. Um, people oh. tend to um, have feel a real affinity for their gas ranges. And, and part of that is because when you think kind of historically, electric ranges haven't performed as, as well as gas stoves for people who really enjoy having that control over the heating element while cooking. Um, that's not really the case anymore. I mean, first of all, there's a lot of electric models that are um, much higher quality than what you might've found you know, 10, 20 years ago, but also there's induction ranges, which is uses, um, you know, magnets uh, to cook and, and people think that those are really actually quite superior to gas. But when you kind of layer in this idea that your gas stove is, you know, worse for the, you know, your air quality and the health of your family than, than you might've expected. I think that you know it, it could potentially support that argument of, you uh, you know, making that shift, something that people have been reticent to do.
2: When will New York City's ban on gas stoves and new construction take effect? It's not right away,
1: right? It's not. It's phased in over the next few years. And this is specifically new construction. Um, So uh, in in general, it's it's more uh, retrofitting an existing home or business to run entirely on electricity by phasing out. Um, you know, a- appliances and and furnaces and other things that use natural gas is tends to be relatively expensive, um, but it's more cost competitive when we're when we're talking about new build.
2: And would
0: you, 20,
1: yeah, sorry, go ahead, um, Rob.
0: Yeah, I think it's twenty twenty seven is the is the um, uh, the the you know the entry point for new construction. That's when the that's when the electrification mm-hmm. requirement goes into effect.
2: I
1: think that's correct. Yes. Do you think that's soon
2: enough, Rob? We just have ten seconds, but. Well, I do. What we don't want to do is take appliances that are,
0: you know, well within their lifetime. We we want to incentivize new appliances uh, becoming electric so we don't lock in emissions for 50 more years.
2: Hmm. Well, we'll have more with you, Rob and Catherine, after the break, talking about other ways that we can try to address these methane issues. Stay with us. You're listening to Forum. I'm Mina Kim. This is Forum. I'm Mina Kim. We're talking about a new Stanford study that finds the methane emitted by your gas stove can be as harmful to the environment as a gas-powered car. We're joined by the study's lead researcher, Rob Jackson, professor of earth system science at Stanford University, and Catherine Blunt, energy reporter from The Wall Street Journal. And, of course, you, our listeners, are invited to join the conversation with your questions about the study. Maybe you've had experience trying to retrofit or swap out a gas stove. 866-733-6786 is the number to call. 866-733-6786. Get in touch on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram at KQED Forum. Email us, forum at kqed.org. And Catherine, um, just before the break, you were talking about how New York and other cities are phasing in uh, banning gas stoves and new construction. There's several California cities and some Bay Area cities that are also doing or trying to do the same. But there has also been a response, it sounds like, in states that are not interested in doing this. Can you just describe quickly what is going on there?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the um, the momentum here has been met with... Um, opposition uh, among certain states, often Republican-led states, um, that have introduced measures to essentially essentially preempt these kinds of bans um, by passing legislation that would um, make them illegal in many senses. And the idea is uh, centered around this idea of energy choice uh, for consumers. And so, um, you know, some of these states, as you might imagine, are large gas producers. Um, but in general, this has definitely become um it, it, it has a lot of emotional resonance resonance excuse me and so what you're seeing is a kind of a battle between generally democratic led cities and, um, and and red states so it's it's going to be interesting to see it play out in the next few years.
2: How is the natural gas industry responding?
1: The natural gas industry in general points to, the cost-effectiveness of this as a fuel, and there you know, there's some argument to be made there. When once again, we were talking before the break about the fact that retrofitting um, homes and buildings to run entirely on electricity can be more expensive. Um, so they have a number of arguments as to why consumers should be allowed this choice. But uh, really, I mean, frankly, this this issue is is really very interesting and really has the potential to to reshape uh, demand and, and reshape the natural gas. Industry in a in a fairly substantial way.
2: Well, Jeff writes on Instagram. I'd love to know more about the health risks of being exposed to methane leaks from appliances. Does it put children at higher risk for developing asthma or other complications? Rob Jackson, are methane leaks dangerous to human health?
0: The concentrations that we measure in homes are not uh, health risks. Um, methane is any gas in very high concentration is a danger. Carbon monoxide, carbon dioxide. Um, just, you know, you don't have enough oxygen, but so the, the, the short answer is no, and unless the concentrations build up so much that it's an exposure, explosion risk, which is not the conditions that we were seeing in homes, but we did, um, find gases that were health risks. We've studied carbon monoxide, formaldehyde emissions. And in this study, we also published data on NOx gases, particularly nitrogen dioxide, which is an irritant. It can trigger asthma, coughing, wheezing, and difficulty breathing. And we found that the more gas you use, the, m- the more NOx people breathe. There was a direct linear relationship between the, you know, the amount of gas burning and the concentration of, of NOx um, building up in the air. And in fact, uh, in some kitchens, we saw concentrations above thresholds, uh, safe thresholds within a few minutes of use. Not always. It depends on kitchen size and ventilation. But there mm. are some some real risks here that we need to learn more about.
2: Would ventilation mitigate that using your range hood?
0: It it can uh, in in or opening a window yes so hoods surprisingly only about a quarter to one third of people use their their hoods when they cook and I would make one plea everyone listening every time you you turn a burner or your oven on if you have a gas stove please do turn your hood on but then check to see where the air in your hood is going you know is is the hood venting air to the outside many hoods you'll be surprised to know simply recirculate the air back into the kitchen so they're not they're not um, cleansing it with a filter or activated charcoal or anything like that. They're just diluting the air. And that's not, not great either.
2: Well, let me go to caller Ann in Oakland. Hi, Ann. Hi. Hi, what's on your mind?
1: Hi. Well, um, I live in the Oakland Hills and my first thought hearing this program was that our electricity currently is turned off uh, anywhere from two to three times a year, sometimes from 24, 48, even 72 hours. And during that time, using my gas stove, I'm actually able to cook some food uh, and to you know make food for my family. So it would be really difficult until the electricity supply is more consistent
2: mm. for me to
1: think about switching over.
2: Um, well, Anne, thanks for, for making that point. And Rob Jackson, I am curious, is an electric stove in its current state better for the environment than a natural gas stove? Since, you know, it's it's basically fueled by coal, right? <laughs> well, I think...
0: The, in California, the answer is definitely yes, it is. I mean, our our grid, you know, we do have to have a discussion. Catherine's an expert on, on electricity. She's written many stories about this issue. I mean, California, our electricity is is very clean compared to other states and getting cleaner all the time. And that's the, that's the intersection of the issue here in terms of climate is that, you know, we have to assume we want to work towards a, an era where electricity around the country becomes greener and cleaner. and the, And the farther we go the better the benefits are for climate. Um, you look at, you know, you look at a state like Ohio, that's almost purely fossil fuels still today. So will the benefits there be as great as they are in California? No, they aren't. But the methane leak is that we've identified happens everywhere. So that's independent of the carbon dioxide emissions.
2: Hmm. Well, Catherine, you had touched earlier on how the natural gas industry points to the cost of trying to basically swap out a gas stove. Can you just give us a better sense of what it does cost?
1: Yeah, so this is this is a very difficult question to answer, and I think um, largely this debate has centered on full-scale electrification of the home. So you're not just talking about a gas stove in that sense; you're talking as well as a you know potentially a, a gas-burning furnace, um, a, a wash uh, excuse me, a dryer uh, that runs on gas. And so when you think about the infrastructure um, needed to basically take the you know take the gas. Distrib- in, excuse me, the gas distribution infrastructure that runs to your house and swapping that out for um, higher voltage panels and other things that would support a fully electric home. Um, the cost really varies because what you're talking about here from a home heating standpoint or home cooling standpoint is having a, a electric heat pump. Um, and in general, your home is going to be consuming more electricity. So you have to take into um there's a number of factors that affect the overall cost of doing this. Uh, how much does the electricity cost? How much are you going to need? Um, how often are you going to need to run that heat pump either for heating or cooling purposes? Um, you know, even in a place with a fairly mild climate like San Francisco, there was a study done recently that um, showed that it would cost between, I think something like three and $5 billion to retrofit all the existing housing stock um, in the city. And um so there are there are real cost questions here. And unfortunately, it's a very difficult question to answer um, to to pinpoint because it, it varies by region. Yeah. Um, and it yeah.
2: Well, we have Duff tweeting sort of a similar point to Anne. Duff tweets as a Santa Cruz Mountains resident. Part of the choice and reality of gas versus electric is unreliable electrical power. Even with a backup generator, it can put out near it can't put out near enough current to support an electric range or oven. Bill asks, what about other appliances? I have a gas-powered water heater, washer, and dryer. Um, You looked at some of that, right, Rob Jackson?
0: We have. We published a paper a year or two ago on on water heaters and found a similar result, really, which was that emissions were higher than the EPA thinks they are. And and surprisingly, as in this study, where we found that 80% of of the methane or natural gas leaking to the air is while the stove is off, we found similar results for uh, tank water heaters, where most of the emissions were coming not from the not from the burning. This is for the methane now, not um, not from when the the heater or the stove was on, but when it was off. In the case of water heaters, it was a pilot light and and small leaks associated with that.
2: Well, um, Sue asks, is there a way to stop our gas stoves from leaking? Is there a simple fix?
0: Well, I think there are things that we can do. We can you know, make sure that the fittings, the valves, the couplings are tight on the stoves, but I don't think there is a way to eliminate them. And um, they, they, at least all the stoves that we looked at, it didn't matter whether they were new or old, essentially every one was was emitting some methane to the air all of the time. So that suggests that even when it's p- present with new construction and, and new appliances that it's really hard to get them to zero. I don't, I don't think getting to zero is possible.
2: Hmm. Well, Joel tweets-
0: We can reduce them, yes.
2: Well, Joel tweets, I got an induction a few years ago. Never liked the idea of having an open flame in my house. Best purchase we ever made. Boil a pot of water in about two minutes. Let me go to caller Adam in Oxnard. Hi, Adam.
0: Hi. I've been listening to the conversation. They kind of touched on it. Um, So where I live, I'm in a mobile home park. And our biggest issue, I looked at, you know, what can I change out? And basically, I can only pick one appliance because our feed from all the, all the units, it's only 100 amps. So they would have to do a major infrastructure underneath, mm-hmm. as well as every person that owns the home would have to upgrade. I mean, that's a lot of cost for our wiring and our paneling and that kind of stuff. So I picked one, and I picked the oven, because that's what I use the most. That's literally, it was kind of like of these four things, right? You have a stove, you have an oven, you have a furnace, um, and, a, and a water heater. Pick the ones you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tried doing you know, it as energy efficient for the gas ones. So we just can't change out a complete electrical for for a lot of our units. Just the uh, cost
2: Yeah, I appreciate you you sharing what what you're facing and how you've made your decisions. Uh, let me see if I can get caller Nancy in San Luis Obispo in here. Hi, Nancy. Hi. What's on your mind? Yeah, my
0: question is um, so I'm one of those gas appliance. Um, Lovers. I've, I've only had gas stove. It's the only gas appliance I have. And um, I want to go electric. I really want to be very environmentally um, responsible. And um, I actually repurpose my gas stoves that I bought. And I, when I want to get a new one or need to and have minor adjustments, I put the other one downstairs in an apartment that I have
1: and they've taken it away. But to get rid of two gas stoves, it's like, what are they doing with all these stoves that people are getting rid of to replace
0: with electric? I mean, I want to know that I'm disposing of it responsibly.
2: Oh, Nancy, thanks. Rob Jackson, do you have an answer for Nancy on that?
0: It's a great question. We've had quite a few discussions internally about, you know, what, what's the right thing to do with a, a gas stove? And let me back up and, and reiterate that the the best thing to do isn't to ask people to get rid of a, a gas yeah. stove, or a gas appliance that's perfect now. It's to incentivize that all new appliances that are purchased should be electric so that you don't lock in these emissions and health effects. Um, but, uh, you know, so you, you, what you don't want to do is flood the market with a bunch of cheap used gas stoves that that lead more people to use them but I, I don't honestly know the exactly the right answer to the, the caller's question I mean there's scrap metal that's not a you know that's not a, a great option I might also comment briefly on the previous callers questions um, there are new technologies and splitters that can help um, with the amperage issue and that's a very real issue I acknowledge that and I also want to acknowledge that uh, you know there are issues for people in mobile homes um, uh, homes like that tend to have smaller kitchens may have lower quality ventilation systems and uh, so i think there are there are some solutions out there that uh, that can be applied
2: well um but as you were saying rob that what this does point to is that one of the better solutions is for municipalities and also for counties to phase this out of new builds. And earlier, Catherine Blunt, you you made a pretty strong point where you said that you feel that uh, this effort to try to phase it out has the potential to reshape the natural gas industry. And I'm wondering if you could just say a little bit more about that and where you feel like it will go.
1: It's an excellent question, and uh, I think it's um, th- th- there. Seems to be um, th- the momentum toward electrification is not slowing down. And uh, you know, f- for as long as there are customers using the gas system, you will have gas utilities, and they'll they'll be paying into it. Um, but when you consider the growth prospects, especially for all uh, for utilities that you know only um, serve gas customers rather than both gas and electric customers. Um, it, it raises real questions about uh, the extent to which that's going to be needed in the future. Uh, it also raises questions about who is going to pay to maintain the existing distribution system um, going forward. Obviously, utility the utility business model is such that these costs are, are generally borne by by customers. And mm-hmm. I think that becomes a more relevant question when you begin to consider um, retrofitting existing homes and businesses. Um, and But I think that that conversation will start happening sooner rather than later, even though today it's been largely focused on new construction.
2: We're talking about the methane emitted by gas stoves with Catherine Blund, energy reporter from The Wall Street Journal, and Rob Jackson, professor of earth system science at Stanford. And you're listening to Forum. I'm Mina Kim. Michael tweets, natural gas stoves are intuitive to use and cool down instantly. Induction stoves are far less reliable and would mean replacing my pots and pans. If gas is leaking... Why don't I hear it or even smell it? Uh, first to you, Catherine, on that point about replacing pots and pans, that's true, right? That would be required
1: by some? Uh, I think in, in some sense, there, there might be some uh, things that you need to do to adapt the cookware that you have. I'm not, don't need, I don't know if it needs to be full-scale replacement. I think that there are, there are tools that you can use to make uh, your existing set work, at least uh, largely speaking. Um, but you know, the, the reliability issue, several callers have touched on this at this point, um, we're entering a really interesting, <laughs> it's going to be an interesting few years. Everyone who lives in California knows that between you know issues related to, uh, public safety power shutoffs, uh, the rolling blackouts we saw a couple of years ago, um, grid reliability has been top of mind. And so I, I, I understand that particular concern, um, yeah. But this also speaks to uh, the fact that for a lot of people, a natural gas stove is uh, having one is is a bit of an emotional issue.
2: (laughs) If gas is leaking, why don't I hear it or even smell it? Do you want to respond to that question from Michael Rob Jackson?
0: Well, sure. Sometimes we do. And sometimes we, you know, we walk into homes and, and smell it the same way that as you walk down the street, sometimes in a city that you can smell them. But most of the most of the emissions that we're measuring are not um not at a high enough rate where it builds up to a concentration that that people would smell in their homes and that's a that's a good thing And as i mentioned before it depends on the ventilation and the size of the of the kitchen and, and the room that it's in
2: well a couple of questions here kind of around the same thing jim asks have the researchers looked into the impact a shift of energy use from gas to electricity will have on california's already taxed electricity grid and peak power capacity and Steve writes, my wife and I have done what we can to electrify our home from adding solar panels to replacing our AC and furnace with a heat pump and driving an electric car. But we have now hit a wall when we tried to replace our gas stove with an electric one. Our electric panel is maxed out and it would cost thousands of dollars to bring more capacity from the street to our condo. What can we do to get past this hurdle? Rob?
0: I think there are uh, people who know more about the the fuse boxes and the, and the electricity issues. And I do, but there, I mentioned there are splitters, there are new technologies for, um, for tackling some of this. But I, once again, I, I acknowledge that, especially in older homes, this is a very, a very real issue. Hmm. And, um, so I would say there are, there are, there are probably callers out there who know some of these technologies um, that, that can be used.
2: Well, really quick, Rob, did you hear from the EPA about the results of your study taking into consideration, uh, the methane that leaks when a stove is off?
0: We did. The the spokesperson from the EPA uh, commented in an article in the Washington Post that the EPA has not previously included what we call post-meter emissions um, leakage in homes and buildings into their estimate of the of the climate consequences of using natural gas appliances, and they pledged to to do so in the future. So I think electrification makes indoor air safer to breathe and helps cool the planet. And uh, I hope we keep moving forwards.
2: Well, Rob Jackson, thanks so much for talking with us. Thank you all. Rob Jackson, professor of earth system science at Stanford University and the study of methane, um, the lead researcher on that, that we're talking about today. Catherine Blunt, energy reporter from The Wall Street Journal, thanks to you as well. And thanks to our listeners for sharing their questions and experiences. And to Susie Britton and Grace One for producing today's segments. I'm Mina Kim. This is Forum. Funds for the production of Forum are provided by the members of KQED Public Radio, the Germanicos Foundation, the Generosity Foundation,
1: and the Heising Simons Foundation. This is Barbara Leslie, President of the Oakland Port Commission. Oakland International Airport, OAK, is proud to bring you this podcast of KQED's Forum. When you're choosing your next adventure, the smart and convenient choice is to fly the East Bay Way from OAK to destinations across the USA and Mexico. And when you return home, Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary.
0: Hey, I'm Brian Stelter, and I hope you'll join me on Inside the Hive from Vanity Fair. Every Thursday, I'm getting the inside take from the best reporters in the country